0: Welcome to the Chill Agoras podcast where the only sacred cows are the ones served with mushrooms and onions. Uh, today is in the main live stream segment of the podcast. I really didn't go over near as much as I wanted to. I didn't stream for as long as I wanted to. And next week's I probably next week I probably won't live stream. I'll probably just record the audio podcast and just that way I can have more time to gather my thoughts. I mean, I got a week in between, so I should have plenty of time to gather thoughts and to be able to put together a good podcast. And I should have I sh- I taken better notes throughout the week of what I wanted to talk about. But every time I decide how I want to take notes, it's like, where do I want to put them? Do I want to put them in OneDrive on One... uh, uh, Not OneDrive, but in OneNote, which I guess is in OneDrive. Do I want to use Google? Do I want to... I just... I don't know. I just... It bugs me. Anyways. uh, Also, uh, we introduced two new segments today, and they're actually going to be... I actually have them ready to add in to the podcast. So, uh, I don't have any questions for the computer segment but hopefully y'all will send me your questions you'll send me your you know your concerns your computer questions send them to me i want them i want them and you know i will answer them as best as i can uh and i'll have a week mostly depending on when the questions start coming in i'll i have a week mostly to uh to look them you know so uh yeah, and as and if I don't have any questions, there will still be a computer segment. Like I said, the, uh, I discussed that in the live stream. What I'm actually going to do, so I won't I won't repeat myself here. Um, it's really all I got for this intro segment. Uh, enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy the book selection I made, and we will catch you on the out. Alright, good morning everybody and welcome to the Chill Agress Podcast, episode 11. At least this is the live stream segment. We're going to chat a, bit, a little, it's not going to be too long this uh, segment. I uh, don't want to make the actual audio podcast m- much longer than it's going to be. Um, first, I want to officially announce the addition of two New segments to the podcast. Then uh, I want to talk about everywhere that you can find me on uh, live streaming, and then uh, then we'll uh, then we'll go into uh, some other topics. Uh, so the two new segments are going to be um, it's going to be a, basically a Q and A segment. You're going to email me in your questions about computers. Uh, you you will send those to tcgjo.business at gmail.com and i will post those links uh, post that email address in the uh in the podcast in the uh in the podcast show notes uh the email address um please format your subject lines to have chill Agarist" in square brackets and then your question as the subject line and try to limit your question to about three to four sentences concisely describing what it is you're wanting to know about. Uh, if you got a question, got a problem, uh, send, in, send them in. And uh, as I get in questions, I will be adding them to the segment. The current segment is just me talking about the segment. Uh, so, and like I said, that will be added to the audio version of the podcast. Uh, there is also a reading segment. I am going to be reading Agarist and anarchist uh, literature and other uh, books on related topics. Uh, we are start, starting out with the book Rewild and, or Die by Urban Scout. Uh, it, it was recommended to me as a... Uh, is a good book to read and i was i was looking for something on similar subject and uh i found it like i said it was sent to me and so i decided you know this would be a good time to read it this would be a good time to uh you know to share it with others and so yeah that's what i'm doing um and it looks like i'm having issues with the float stream (laughs) does not surprise me uh so, anybody trying to watch on Float, I am sorry. I don't know if you can hear me or see me or what the deal is. Um, I hope they get it taken care of. Um, looks like everything else is going good. Um, so, that is the two two new things that we're going to do. and The, the reading segment and the uh, uh, computer segment is going to be a regular thing. Um also, uh, if you do need assistance, you need immediate assistance with computers. Uh, send me an email, catch me on the various places you can find me check me check me you know find me on Discord, find me on telegram, get my attention and if you really need my help, we will work some out. It will cost money though my my time is not free. it is precious. So uh, please treat it as such. Um let's see uh uh yes, uh you can the uh, as far as where you can find me, you can find me now on simulcasting to Twitch, YouTube, Odyssey, Float, and D Live all at the same time. And some of the some of the uh places I look better I look better at some of the places than I do others. So take your pick. Um, if you want to ask questions during the stream, the best place to catch me though is Twitch. That is uh, my browser software, or not my browser, but my uh, streaming software is connected to its uh, live uh, to, to its chat stream, so I can actually see chat messages as they come in. Um, I will provide links to all of the streaming platforms in the show notes, so be sure to catch the audio podcast later after. Later on today, which it, it should be up in about an hour or two after this stream ends. So, aside from the two new segments and where you can catch me, on, you know, to watch the live streams. Uh, of course, you can catch the the audio podcast on your favorite podcatcher client. Uh, all the popular places. We're on Apple iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> So uh, today I want to I want to continue talking about hydroponics and self-sustainability and growing your own food and it really the, especially the growing your own food no matter how you have to do it I was talking with people and uh, various telegrams today and you know there seems to be more supply chain issues yeah surprise surprise there. And, you know, groceries, they're finding it hard to find produce, they're finding it hard to find meat, and it just hammers home the need to really have more resilient uh, methods of gaining, you know, gaining sustenance. It's obvious, it should be obvious by now, you cannot rely on industrial agriculture, you can't... Can't rely on it. It's unsustainable. It's, you know, it's not good for the environment. We've all seen the pictures of these, you know, the huge industrial cow, cow, cow ranches, cow farms. I don't, I don't know what you'd call them. They're, they're gross. They're nasty. The land is literally being poisoned. The cows are being poisoned. And, you know we see miles and miles and or acres and acres and acres of row crops you know monocropping and it's just it's so unsustainable it's so unsustainable and when you get your food from so far away even the smallest interruption in the supply causes panic and we're seeing that now and all i can think of is man i wish i'd was into growing my own food way before this because now we're going to pay more at the grocery store if we can even get what we want or you know what we what we need and of course we, we can we can you know there doesn't seem to be any shortage of junk food you know garbage processed stuff it's it's the it's the whole meats the whole produce seems to be suffering the most at least right now maybe it'll trickle down to the other stuff later on but it is so important to start growing your own food people even if you start small and it doesn't matter what method you use you know hydroponics indoor container gardening however you want to do it just get it done start doing it and don't stop it is so important to your own survival to make sure that you've got a source of food. And I, I get it, not everybody can raise chickens, not everybody can raise cows, not everybody can raise pigs, not a bit, you know, it, whatever, you know, if you can't, if you can't raise livestock, surely you can grow something in, you know, in your house or in your yard, and you can grow enough of it to where you can barter with it. You can, you know, you're not gonna eat every, you know, if you grow enough of it, you're not gonna eat it all yourself. You can use it to sell, to gain money, you can go find your local find a, find a local farmer who, who wants to sell locally. You know, he'll sell you a, a cow or a pig or some chicken or some eggs or some you know, whatever it is you're looking for. Find local sources, sustainable local sources. And it doesn't even have to be grass-fed, you know, for, for, for pasture-raised. So however you want to... however Whatever you want to buy, however you want to buy, but find it locally. And, you know, make those... Start making those relationships with these people so that when times do start getting worse... Because I don't think it's going to get better anytime soon. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um need you absolutely need to, to to be ready you know just i don't i don't know i don't know how much more emphatic i got to be i'm seeing it in my own life and i'm regretting not being more ready uh, i don't i don't have resilient systems in place yet and you know it's it's it, it. makes it tough. We're, we're, we're you know we're not short on anything. We're not we're not starving. Obviously, you know, not starving. We're not we're not hurting for anything yet. But that doesn't mean in the future we won't be. You know it, it's it's gonna happen if we don't make changes. So I just. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Well, I mean, I guess I should understand. I mean, I was, you know, at, you know, at one point I was, you know, I was that person who who didn't even think about being ready because I didn't think there was a, I didn't think there was a need to be. I you know, figured there would be, oh there'd always be food at the grocery store, you know, we got the, because, because the United States is a huge country. I mean it's not as large as some in terms of land area. But we have such a diversity of biomes and grow you know, such large swaths of arable land that you can use to sustainably grow food. And we we don't. We we, we rely on large scale industrial farming. We rely on scientists to tell us how to you know even what kind of foods to grow and we're killing ourselves. you know we've got an epidemic of poor health in this country. we don't have an epidemic of coronavirus. We've got an epidemic of poor health in this country and it's it's gonna catch up to us it's gonna catch up to us we can't we can't sustain ourselves on grains and soy it's 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 not healthy it's not good for you so so what do you do i mean you you can't buy non-hybrid seeds anymore i mean you can't but it's it's not easy and it used to at least it used to be against the law there was there was at one time a law preventing you from buying heirloom seeds because and it was nothing more Than a way to protect uh, companies like Monsanto with their GMO soy and GMO corn. Because they know their products cannot compete with heirloom varieties. In terms of pest resistance, in terms of nutritional value, in terms of sustainability... They know that our product is not sustainable. They designed it to not be sustainable. So we need to really. We need to. We need. We need to really start working on. And I got a visitor. Come here. Come here. Come here. What? Yep. Yeah, you've got. You've got a penny. I want my penny. Yo, I bet you do. You're gonna save your penny, right? You're gonna. Here, come sit on my lap, so so everybody can see you. Come here. This, this, this little girl right here. This is why I do. I'm doing what I'm doing. Why I'm trying to make my family's life more sustainable, more resilient, more self-sufficient. She don't understand it right now, but you know she's only three. Say hi, say hi to everybody. <laughs> and she don't she don't she don't understand it but she will hopefully she'll understand why we do th- we're doing things the way we're wanting to do them why we're growing Yep, that's a coin See she's got a penny and she's she's you know you know what to do with that penny you know to save it right Penny You know to save your penny right Penny What do you do what do you do with pennies you save it right mm. <laughs> Uh, don't, don't touch. My phone. Here, go ahead. Talk. <laughs> Use your words, baby girl. Penny. Penny. Yeah, that's Penny. Everybody sees your Penny. They know you got it. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't, not, don't hit them. I got another visitor, too. I got a doggy visiting. No, no Zelda, you can't get up in my lap. <laughs> But, uh, this, this, she is why, you know, I'm wanting to live my life more sustainably, more resiliently, less fragilely. It's why I'm reading all the books that I'm reading, so I have a better understanding of what came before. So I have an understanding, a better understanding of things going forward. Yes, yes, it's a penny. Yeah, I know you love your penny. You're gonna save your penny, right? Yeah. All right. Go well. Go put your penny in your penny jar. I'm not penny, jar. I said I'm a penny Go take your penny and put it away. And that's you know how can you not how can you not want to have. Um, A sustainable Lifestyle When you've got So much writing So much writing on it Uh, Her future Depends On us Being able to Change course Because if we don't change course Her future will be grim And it might not be a you know end of times grim but it's not going to be as nice as ours is she's she's going to have to work harder for less if we don't do something to change and if you know if i can show her and teach her how to be how to live sustainably maybe that'll ease things for her but we still got to take care Of society as a whole i mean we don't we aren't we are and we aren't alone in this world you know we are you know this we have a responsibility to take care of ourselves because nobody else has that responsibility i'm not my mom's responsibility i'm not my wife's responsibility i'm not my friend's responsibility I'm my own responsibility. I, I have to take care of myself. I have to live my life better. I have to do things better. I have to make sure I'm taking care of myself. Because if I'm not taking care of myself, then You know like I said there, there's 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 nobody who's going to there's there's not going to be anybody to take care of me there's, there's not it, it's just not going to be a thing you know i can't it's not the government's responsibility and trust me if it was their responsibility to take care of me you can believe that them taking care of me would come with strings so as long as i can take care of myself the only strings attached are the ones that i attach you know the only restrictions I have are the ones I put on myself. So, well, that's that's really all I've got for today. Honestly, I, I don't have. I don't, I wanted to talk about more things, but you know, seeing the people in in the various Telegram groups lamenting supply chain issues it really it really got me to thinking and then you know i'm starting to read this rewild or die book for the podcast and i just like things have to change man they really do and if they don't we're all in trouble we're all in trouble So. Well, I, I want to thank everybody for stopping by. I know this wasn't terribly long, but uh, hopefully we'll have this going once a week, and uh, we'll be back again soon. Welcome to the computer support segment of the podcast. These, po- these segments are going to be pre-recorded. Um, they're going to hopefully be based on... On Your questions, and I will provide answers. Obviously, this is not going to be a real time support, it's mainly meant for general use questions. If you have an issue, if you have a need for actual live support, um, you can contact me at tcgjoe.com business at gmail.com that's t c g j o e dot b u s i n e s s at gmail.com and we can work something out um you know obviously i'm not going to do it for free so be prepared to uh spend some money if if you if you're wanting live support i'm more than happy to help you but my time is valuable and i can't just give it away for free um, I'm doing this as, uh, as a means to help people become more familiar with their computers, less scared of them. Um, you know, if there's, if you got something that you're curious about, like how to do a certain type of, you know, how to, you know, something that's not time sensitive, like, uh, making Windows more secure. It, this is possible, folks. You can make Windows more secure, but understand when you do stuff like that you're also reducing some of the ease of use that a lot of people like with windows like um i have my workstation computer the only way to log into it i have to hit Control alt delete if i do not hit Control alt delete it is not moving off that login screen um i have also said it where you have to type in your username you can't just select that username from a list you have to know what your username is or your Microsoft account information, or your pin, or whatever you know. However, you got that lo- you know got that stuff logged in or set up, you know. You 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 need to you need to have it. You need to have the information beforehand because there's not going to be a list of users you can just choose from. And I do that because it's it's a little bit of security through obscurity, but it you know there is a benefit to that. You just gotta understand that it's not really adding security per se. It's adding an extra layer of inconvenience and an effort to try to make things more secure. Um, you know for instead of just you know popping up you know for for once i am logged in my user account has administrator privileges it's not an administrator account there is a difference people but it does have administrator privileges and every time something needs administrator level permissions i have to type in my password Now, depending, or or my PIN, it all depends on how I logged in. If I logged in with the local account, I have to provide the local account password. If I signed in with my Microsoft account, I have to to uh, provide my Microsoft account password. If I logged in with my PIN, I have to provide my PIN. And if I don't provide that information, then I'm not going to be able to perform that action. It's an extra layer of security, because now something can't elevate its privileges without me knowing about it. And if if I'm in the middle of doing something I know doesn't need elevated privileges and I get an elevated privilege, privileges request, I can say, uh-uh, no way. And I can take a look around, see what's going on, I'll open up Task Manager, you know, uh, and I will take a look. And if there's something fishy going on, I can begin investigating it. And that's 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 a good thing, it makes you more aware of what's going on with your computer, it lessens the ease of use without lessening the usability. Um, things you know, now it takes an extra step or two to do things, but you have that peace of mind knowing. That you know, it's less likely that something bad is going to happen to your computer. And of course, this is coupled with good uh... computer practices. Don't open software from sites you you know you don't trust. Always know what you're running. Run only tr- you know try to run only trusted software. And I'm not talking about Microsoft trusted software. If you if you go and you know go to GitHub and you download. Something from a from a well-known project, and that project doesn't have a signed installer package, it's gonna tr- it's gonna show up as unknown to Windows. Windows is gonna say, "Do you want to run this piece of software from unknown?" And obviously, if it's from you know if it's from a well-known GitHub repository, and you downloaded it purposely, and you know what it is, you're sure what it is, and you're gonna want to run it, you're gonna say, "Yeah, you know, just run the stupid piece of software." And so, I mean, it, I'm talking about like going to Two Cows or CNET and just searching for a project, downloading the binary from, you know, for, especially if it takes you tr- to a download site off of Two Cows or even on Two Cows. These days, two, anything on Two Cows is kind of sus, anyways, I think. Um, you know, anyth- anytime you're taken to an off site downloader, and you're like, is this the package I really wanted? You, you definitely got to be more careful. You got, you can't, you can't just install software willy nilly. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't ever install software willy nilly. Um, I, you know, yeah, you know, sounds like you know that that uh browser bar sounds like it's kind of cool, but you know if it's gonna in- <laughs> install, you know, unwanted programs in the background, just so you can have you know a browser that starts up six times slower than it really needs to because because you got like six different browser bars um, and I forgot this I forgot to silence my phone and I'm not restarting this um, take care of that alright um, if you you uh, know if you're downloading browser bars, extensions, you know, from sus sites, and you're going to catch something. You're going to catch a virus. You're going to catch, you know, some sort of Trojan, or, you know, you're going to put it back on your computer, and somebody's going to take advantage of it, and you're going to wind up having to take it to a computer shop, because there are some problems you just can't solve online. It's like, you need to go to your local computer shop. (laughs) Um, but yeah, you know the the whole point here is for me to, is for me to help you become more self reliant, so you don't have to wind up taking it to a computer shop. Maybe it's something you can clean on your own, um, and and that would be great. I believe that knowing how to use modern technology, computers especially, uh, computers, tablets, self smartphones, these are important parts of being an agorist. Even if you don't use them but maybe half an hour a day, you need to know how to use them. You need to be comfortable using them. You need to know where you can and can't go to get software. You need to be able to trust your own decisions. And that's part of my goal here. I I want to make it so you have that confidence going forward. You know... Part of being self-reliant, self-sufficient means not having to go next door to your, you know, your computer using buddy all the time and saying, hey, hey, you know, can you come over and help me with this? And, you know, your buddy might be, you know, really nice and willing to drop everything and come help you every time you need it. But wouldn't it be better if, you know, if the next time you went over your buddy's house, you just say, hey, come on over, you want to have a beer and just hang out? You shouldn't have to ask them. It shouldn't have to be for computer stuff all the time. So, get those questions in. Um, Today's segment, obviously, is probably not going to be too long. I don't have too much to talk about. Um, Maybe I could... um, When I don't have questions, what I'm thinking I'm probably going to do is I'm going to just go online and find a random... How to article or something. Find something that seems pretty common and easy to me. It might not be easy for you, and uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about you know computer security. We'll talk more about potentially unwanted programs. Talk more about those stupid browser bar extensions. Please, people, don't don't download them. You know, go to, go, go, go to the Chrome Web Store. Look for functional extensions. Only get the things you actually need. Anything that's promising you free money is lying. <laughs> There's no such thing as free money. You know, you you've got you've got to work for it. And either you are the product, or your computer is going to be the product when they uh, use that back door to start crypto mining or whatever else. You know, part, make it part of make your computer part of their uh, botnet c- from their command and control center. So. You know, don't... Don't be... Don't be... Unwise about your choices and putting software on your computer. Be smart about it. Um. Eventually, I want these segments to be about 15 minutes to half an hour long. And they will, uh... They will, uh... Oh, man. Um, you know, th- they'll become a regular part of the weekly show. And for now, that's all I'm going to have as a weekly show. So uh, get those questions in. Uh, that email address, again, is tcgjoe.business at gmail.com. That's tcgjoe.business at gmail.com. If you didn't catch that, it is Bravo. Uh, underwear, (laughs) I don't, I don't ever know what the U is, oh my goodness, (laughs) it's, uh, let me, let me, let me, let me me pause this, (laughs) we'll be right back. Alright, that was Tango Charlie Grover, da, Bravo Uniform, Sierra, India, Nevada, or November, echo sierra sierra at gmail.com tcg joe dot business at gmail.com be sure to put a uh, chill agorist in the uh in the uh, subject line in square brackets and then put your question what it is uh or you know if you got you know you need help you, you know just say that in the subject line and then try to limit your the body of the email to to that 3 to 4 sentences um it's more likely to be read by me read and, read in full by me uh as i said i'm busy my time is valuable and if you really want my help you're going to have to be concise about what you need help with and if it's something that you want to take some of my time from we're going to we're going to work out we're going to work out a you know a pay rate and you know a cost rate and we're—that's—that's that's just you know, I'm, that's the way it's going to be. Uh, you want my time? My time is valuable. Somebody's got to pay for it. So uh, thank you for uh, listening to this segment. Uh, again, these are pre-recorded, and they will be part of the audio podcast only. They won't be on the live streams. So uh, we'll see you again next week. Welcome to the very first. Reading with Joe segment today. Uh, we're going to start reading rewild or die revolution and renaissance at the end of civilization by urban scout. That's the only author tr- attribution I have. I received this, uh, ebook at no charge. I'm sure it's out. Th- you can find it out there. Um, I may put it up in the show notes, uh, put, put up a zip file with both the PDF and EPUB format copies that I have. Um I don't know if it's available for sale anywhere but the author does you know claim copyright over it there's two editions 2008 2016 I think this is the second one uh the attribution at the front of the ebook says uploaded from original source on behalf of author so the assumption is, is that it is indeed freely available and I will continue to make it freely available um I don't know if this is exactly considered agorist or anarchist literature. Um, I do know uh, it came highly recommended to me. I was looking for something different to read other than the political stuff that I'm heavily into right now. As a matter of fact, I'm deep into Conceived in Liberty by Murray and Rothbard. And maybe, uh, (laughs) maybe I'll consider reading that at some point, but uh, I want to go for something that's shorter, uh, more focused on agorism, self-sufficiency. I'm not a tree-hugging hippie, but I do believe we need to take care of our environment, and this seems in line with that. So, um, that's one of the reasons I decided to make this the first book. Uh, for the Reading with Joe segment, um, and we will read exactly one chapter, uh, from this book, and we will, um, and it, and it won't be just one chapter, and then we're going to move on to a new book, it's going to be one chapter per segment, and there is a from what it looks like, um, let's see, uh. See the contents. Let's move into Yeah. Uh it looks like there is quite a few chapters. Um and the book is actually it looks like the book's actually quite long. Um so we'll have quite a bit of content going forward. I may at the end of each segment I may have another recorded uh piece talking about my thoughts on what we've just read. Um, if you have questions, maybe thoughts of your own, feel free to send them in to tcgjoe.business@gmail.com. That is Tango Charlie Grover dot Bravo Uniform Sierra India November Echo Sierra Sierra at gmail.com. Send those send those emails to me. Uh, put Chill Agarist and square brackets in the subject line, then a short concise statement of what the email is about and try to keep emails to about three to four sentences long um, if you have something longer that requires longer that's fine but the shorter and more concise it is the more likely I am to read it in its entirety and you know get maybe even give you an answer if it's a question so uh, send those questions in send those comments in I want to hear from you um, I will have an e- I will have my email address linked in the show notes. I will have it on the blog. I will put up a contact f- a proper contact form on the blog, and that way you can contact me that way too. So, um, without further ado, here is Rewild or Die: Revolution and Renaissance at the End of Civilization. Rewilding: An Introduction. Rewild, verb to return to a more natural or wild state, the process of undoing domestication. The first time I saw the word rewilding, it grabbed me immediately. I knew that at long last, I had a word to describe what I do. For a decade, I had used many words attempting to describe my lifestyle. Wilderness survivalist, primitivist, anti-civilizationist, tracker, naturalist, permaculturalist, environmentalist, green anarchist, anarcho-primitivist, The list went on and on. Nothing quite fit until I found rewilding. Nor the word I found encompasses the act of abandoning civilization and its roots in domestication like rewild. It also struck me because, as a verb, it implies an action, a process, rather than an end point. An obvious premise sits in this word. Giving something back its wildness. Wildness means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but let's go at dictionary.com's definition. Wild, adjective, one, living in a state of nature, not tamed or domesticated, a wild animal, wild geese. Two, growing or produced without cultivation or the care of humans as plants, flowers, fruit, or honey, wild cherries. Three, uncultivated, uninhabited, or waste, wild country. Four, uncivilized or barbarous, wild tribes. Combine that with re, a prefix occurring originally in loan words from Latin, used with the meaning again or again and again to indicate repetition, or with the meaning back or backward to indicate withdrawal or backward motion. Regenerate, refurbish, retype, retrace, revert. Considering these definitions, particularly the first entry for wild, living in a state of nature, it makes sense to define rewilding as a return to a more natural state. Why do definitions matter? People must have a shared reality in order to work together in that reality. I once got into the most insane argument with a man who refused to share reality with me, claiming that nothing is real and there is no such thing as facts. These arguments look more like philosophical masturbation than practical thinking that would lead to taking actions to create a sustainable planet. While I agreed in the philosophical sense with him, it didn't help anyone to make choices about their actions and to make those actions in the real world. While I don't believe in the concept of facts, I do believe that we can agree on shared observations of reality. We can observe that agriculture destroys the soil. If we can't share that reality, we can't work together to change our subsistence strategy to one that builds soil. Similarly, if we can't share reality of what it means to rewild, the word might as well mean nothing at all. The more clearly we define an idea, the easier time we will have using it for practical purposes. In a sense, I will claim ownership of the term rewilding in that my life's work centers around caretaking the idea of what it means to return to a wild, undomesticated life. That, to me, means a hunter-gatherer lifestyle and its wholeness. I don't think of rewilding as some new buzzword or some small scene of people or just or a just wildlife conservation tactic. I see it as a complex lens through which I view the world. This lens helps me to make decisions about how to live my life. Now some contention may lie in that I strongly advocate against running away to the wilderness, which most people assume rewilding implies. While I strongly advocate against it, I still see it as part of rewilding because my focus lies in fostering as much rewilding as possible. Running away to the wilderness doesn't affect much change or create the hunter-gatherer lifestyle in its wholeness. It doesn't mean it doesn't have its own merit. It certainly does. I also advocate for creating rewilding havens, land where people can work together to rewild. This differs from running away into the wilderness because people still have an interface with civilization to draw out its members, rather than shunning all of it and living as a hermit, which which I believe also has its own merit. When it comes down to it, though, I don't see one right way to rewild. Everyone has their own limits and passions. I will continue to do what I can to build a cultural momentum of rewilding, using the fullest extent and articulation of the practical shared definition. This shared definition gives us a clear shared goal to work toward. The more I talk with people and read and write about rewilding, the more I find that the above definition appears oversimplified for an average member of civilization. Most people have preconceived notions of the word wild, natural and domesticated that stem from civilization's mythology which means the definitions serve the purpose of convincing people to believe in civilization this means that when an average person reads or hears the above definition they will not understand what rewilding actually means to someone who has redefined these co- those concepts outside of civilization's propaganda Therefore, the definition can obscure more than it reveals unless we simultaneously redefine several other concepts. Now you see why I get a headache trying to explain rewilding in a couple of paragraphs. The definition begs a more complex analysis. For example, what does a wild state actually look like compared to what our civilized mythology tells us? How do we define natural and unnatural? How do we define domestic? What causes domestication to begin with? Why would we want to rewild? Why would you want to undo domestication? What stands in the way of undoing domestication? How do we surpass these obstacles that prevent us from rewilding? Without fully understanding the answers to these questions, the term rewilding looks to most civilized people I've encountered like it simply means getting back to nature or primitive living. Rewilding refers to the action of participating in the social and economic renaissance of humans who used the pre-existing social and economic models of our hunter-gatherer-gardener ancestors to recreate the sustainable relationship that humans had with their ecosystems and relatives for millions of years before the recent advent of agriculture, empire, and civilization. This critique emerged from modern ecological and anthropological studies that show how civilization, agriculture, and empire inherently destroy the land base on which we depend for our survival. Rather than trying to fix a model built on unstable ground, rewilding creates a new culture using an ancient recipe. Rewilders recognize that as long as empire exists, it will force people into domestication and prevent rewilding from taking place. In order for rewilding to occur, Empire must not exist. This reveals one of the complexities of rewilding in comparison with, say, the idea of simple living or getting back to nature. The collapse and removal of Empire stands as a pivotal topic in rewilding. In order to accomplish rewilding, rewilders practice a multitude of skills such as innovative team building, storytelling, martial arts, and ancient handcrafts like brain tanning deer skins into buck skins and making tools from stone, bone, and wood. Because rewilders see rewilding as part of a transition culture, they do not shun the use of modern technologies such as computers, guns, and cars, knowing that those technologies rely on an unsustainable industrial economy and will not last through the end of empire. In order to create a holistic culture empathetic to the land and our other-than-human neighbors, rewilders emphasize storytelling and sensory exercises that provide experiences in animism, Animism, which lies at the heart of rewilding, refers to a way of seeing and experiencing the world and its other than human members as beings who demand respect and not inanimate objects put here for humans to exploit. Creating and maintaining wild or feral cultures marks the goal of rewilding. Rewilding does not denote an endpoint, but rather a continuing cultural process of learning how to relate to the land people and other than humans in a sustainable way even wild or feral cultures practice the art of rewilding after all this time i've finally come up with a rather mechanistic definition that i think will at least explain a lot more to the average person and perhaps pick their interest and let them see rewilding through a more complex lens than the previous definition rewild verb to foster and maintain a sustainable way of life through hunter-gatherer-gardener social and economic systems, including but not limited to the encouragement of social, physical, spiritual, mental, and environmental biodiversity, and the prevention and undoing of social, physical, spiritual, mental, and environmental domestication and enslavement. Thank you for joining me for the Chill Agoras podcast today. Uh, You can find us in your favorite podcatcher, wherever that may be, we're on Apple, iTunes, we're at Spotify, thanks to Anchor, because Anchor's owned by Spotify. Uh, you can find me on my website, thechillanarchist.com. That website URL is being updated. Um, by the end of this week, it should be pointing to thechillagoras.com, and chillanarchist.com will be a redirect to that for the rest of the year and then that URL will no longer be active. Um, you can find me on Discord. You can find me on Float. You can find me on Odyssey, YouTube. You can find me everywhere. I'm going to be everywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Um, Twitch, uh, DLive, um i've got telegram i've got it all all the links will be in the show notes catch it and you know catch the show read the notes the notes will be up in the blog entry sooner than later um so i really really don't have much i don't I really don't have much to add other than i hope you enjoyed the show leave us reviews um uh, You know, whether it's in your favorite podcatcher or on Apple iTunes, leave us a review. We appreciate it. It helps in the algorithms. It helps get us exposed. It helps. It's an encouragement to see what people think. If you got a poor review, leave a one star review. I don't care. Leave a five star review. I'd prefer five star reviews. If you've got a five star review to give, then give it. But I'd rather you be honest and provide provide, you know, actual feedback other than just blowing smoke up my butt. I don't want you to blow smoke up my butt. I'm not trying to blow smoke up your butt. So let's, you know, let's, 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 uh, let's be, let's, let's do this. Let's be mutual with each other and, uh, you know, provide each other with value. So That's it for this week's podcast. I will catch you next week. Oh, and don't forget, the email address will be in the show notes. Send me your questions for the computer segment. Send me your feedback directly. Send me an email. Let me know you're listening. You know, if you just want to chat and you can't catch me on Telegram or wherever, or you don't want to use any of those things, you just want to email because you're old school, you know, that's fine. I'll Um, I am very (laughs) open-minded, I guess is the word I could use when it comes to that. So, yeah. um, Yeah, just so email me, email me, listen to the podcast, drop some reviews. You know, if you find value in this, you know, provide some value back. That's all we're asking. Have a good one, folks. Chill.